You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. So you know who I have a really hard time figuring out around here? And this this could just go back to me having beef with the guy. I don't okay. know. DeAndre. Sure. So DeAndre is in the beef. Fun and Games apartment. Yep. Yeah. And I've seen him wear 19 different pieces of Major League Baseball yep. paraphernalia. Yeah. Today he's got on a San Francisco Giants hat. I'm not going to lie. It's a pretty cool hat. But I've seen him wear an Angels jersey. Mm-hmm. I've seen him wear a King Griffey Jr. jersey. Uh, at Giants today. I think I'm John. Correct me if I'm wrong. I've seen you wear Dodger stuff too. I, yeah, he's got yeah. he's got everything on. I think I got the answer. But sometimes LA is just like the Dodger hat can be like just an LA hat. Like kind of how people who are like wear and why well, for Yankees. I, I think there's two different types of um people who rock gear. Okay. Okay. And I was actually one of the first things I noticed with DeAndre too this morning. And DeAndre said something to me. It's like, look, it kind of goes with the fit. It's a cool hat. But it, but it, it was more about it matched with what he was wearing. Okay. There's two types of people, I think, when it comes to sports. We saw, we joked around about it, when we saw LeBron on the night they gave away his bobble night for, um, for at, the, at the Dodger game, that I think I've seen LeBron wear <laughs> He's got 36 Major League <laughs> Baseball teams, and we only have 36 out there. Okay. That there are certain people. City connects. He likes to mix it up. <laughs> there are certain people that are just. I will only. You rock your 49ers. You're not rocking another team, correct? Right. That's it. Or my Dodgers. That's it. Are you putting on another hat other than the Los Angeles Dodgers? No. And then there's other people. I think it's actually it's not about the team. What's it look like? What's the fit? Is it in? Is it this? Is that? It's an old school logo. Funches is actually a good o- example. Old school logo is a little bit of a special dispensation. Like if you find a cool logo from I don't know the Cub a Cubs hat that you or like, like the a colors. really cool jazz yeah. sweatshirt. Like retro. I'll randomly see somebody wear a Vancouver Grizzlies hat. I'm like, what the hell is that? Yeah. Well, yeah. that's only because it's an old school logo or an old school Toronto Raptors logo or something. Just using that as an example. Expos. I think that, there's but great hat. <laughs> yeah. Great hat. There's the fandom, and then there's the yeah, but there's also a style that comes with wearing those uh yeah, this guy matches it with yeah. the sneakers that's okay a, that's a thing i'm not saying it doesn't look good i'm just I saying i'm confused as to what he's like what are you about like yeah, do you have a team me, or not yeah this fool was at a concert wearing a tatis or he was bowling wearing tatis jersey yeah, i'm like man this. get yeah no we're not friends no. anymore yeah, get also, here. those things cost a lot of money they do to get, to get a jersey for some team that you're not like passionate about it's a lot of money okay let me ask you guys this uh i was watching dodge game last night and Joe and Dontrell was his partner last night, mentioned that Alex Cobb of the Giants had a no-hitter through seven innings. And I'm like, oh, I'd like to see that. So I flip over to MLB Network, yep. and they're covering it. And Alex Cobb takes a no-hitter into the ninth inning against the Reds last night, gets the first guy out. He walks the next guy, mm-hmm. gets the second guy out. Yep. So there's two outs in the ninth. He's one out away from the ninth inning. He's a San Francisco Giants pitcher a team that the Dodgers could very likely end up playing in the first round of the playoffs. You ruined for it? Yeah, yep. I was. And and it got, cool. it got broken up. The guy hit a rocket over the right fielder's head. It was a clean hit, all those things. But I found myself rooting for the guy, even though he's a giant, even though he's the best pitcher on the team that has a chance to take out the team that I care the most about. I just wanted to see – does that make me a bad Dodger fan what that I was, was pulling for that Korea, guy? though? Well, you mean if like if you're in an alternate universe yes. where he's a pitcher, or or close Correa is going for the all-time like the cycle home or run something. Re- record? No, because when Bonds was going for the all-time home run record, I didn't want him. To, I find myself happen. hating. Yeah, I find myself hating. Yeah, but in like those situations. a no hitter is 
really cool. It doesn't happen all that often. And the tension builds throughout the night. Yeah. And even as a Dodger fan, I kind of wanted to see that guy get it. Okay, this is the only scenario that I think changes that. It's four nothing Giants, and they're playing the Dodgers. The yeah, game's yeah. over. It doesn't Never matter. Never against my team. But that's my point. My, my point is the fact that it also had nothing to do with your squad. Yeah. That's probably why it was easier for yeah. you to swallow. Like I think for me, I if it happens, it happens. But if he gives up the hit too, I'm not. I'm okay with him giving up. the it hit. It was kind of like ah, damn. I want. I kind of wanted to see him get it. And yeah, because it's an it's, I was a, conflicted. it's a feat that nobody really gets, you know, all the time. So yeah, I, get I think it. it only would happen if it's like I really dislike this one, like character, you know. So if, again, if Aaron Rodgers is going for something, I'm not going to root for him <laughs> to go and get that thing, right? You right. Know? But I might root for, I don't know, Jared Goff, Geno Smith. I have right. no feelings about Geno Smith, and right. so if he's going for something cool, I'll root for it. So what's going on with Barkley Sleep? I think Lakers got lucky in the playoffs. You think they? You think they? You think their draw in the postseason was they benefited from their draw, but they're not actually a top four team in the league or a top five team in the NBA. I think that the way that it shook out determined what they ended up doing at the end of the season. I, I, I They're a good team. I think that they, as weird as it sounds, considering they got swept by the Nuggets, I thought that they played the Nuggets as competitively as just about anybody else. I don't think anybody was as good as the Nuggets. The Nuggets were the best team in the league, and it really wasn't close. Yeah, it wasn't close. Um, They hung around, but I think what changed more than anything, if the Lakers would have lost the opening play-in game against Minnesota, which, by the way, they nearly did. This one, the one that went over to A.D. fouled Conley, right? Right. He made the three free throws. Had they lost that game, went to the next play-in round, and won, they would have been the eighth seed instead of the seventh. Mm-hmm. Even if they had played the Nuggets exactly the same way, swept in four games, yep. games were relatively close, here's what the picture would have been. You lost to Minnesota. I don't. I forget who the other team coming out of the other side would have been. You beat the ninth or tenth team in the West. You got into the first round as the eighth seed, and you got bl- swept. You got swept. I think it would have predicated a very different offseason than what they ended up doing, which was basically, hey, you know what? We're pretty good. Let's just do some smaller things here. Let's get a guy like Gabe Vincent who can yeah. help our team. But we're not going to say, hey, we got to do something huge. Go get Kyrie Irving. It allowed them to kind of say, we're close. Which Let's is not what they this. do. They've recycled very that rarely. roster in the offseason. If How many they were out in, in the first round, I think they respond very differently than being out in the conference finals. This The team is the same. Doesn't change it, but I don't know if they're good enough to beat the Nuggets. You know, Every season's a little bit different. Yeah. It felt like they were a long way from beating the Nuggets. They were in the games, but at the end of the day, you didn't beat them. You mm-hmm. didn't even beat them once. That's not close. No, I, they built I, the, I think, beat the Warriors. They beat the defending champs. Well, I was going to say, I think you could have kept playing the Denver Nuggets and the result probably wouldn't have changed. Exactly. Right? That You could have, you could have played that many ever games exactly. you want. Maybe you get a game here or there. Uh, but th- this is the problem with Barkley saying that the Lakers, let me just bring it up, he's saying that basically they're not close. Go look at the playoffs. This is why they're not close. This is where I lean towards Emily here. Memphis had some issues. They got two guys that were out. And I, I don't I actually really think Brandon Clark, Steven Adams, I think those guys were important. John Morant, remember, hurt his wrist, didn't play in game two, but they beat the Grizzlies. Then you take on the defending champs in the Golden State Warriors. The 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 Golden State Warriors had just beat the Sacramento Kings in seven. Kings had a really good season. Look at the Western Conference in general. The Lakers kind of dominated the Golden State Warriors. I mm-hmm. don't think it was that close of a series, four to two, but it just felt like they, they were the better team. Felt like they were gonna win that series. To say they're not close, I don't think anybody, whether you played the Denver Nuggets in the first round or you played them in the Western Conference Finals, clearly nobody in the West was going to beat them. To say they're not close, and I know his argument is, well, Anthony Davis has to be an MVP caliber player. Well, everybody's going to say that. And I think everybody's, I don't believe that that's going to happen. I don't think he's going to be top three or four or five, but I disagree that they're not close. I do think that they're close. Well, I, I think they're one of the teams in the West that are in the mix, and that's all you can really ask I, I, for. I guess so. I guess it depends on what we're talking about. Is close, we got a bad bounce and we didn't win the championship, then no, they're not close. Is close, we're one of the four or five best teams in the league, then you are close. Because the gap between the first scenario and the second scenario, there's a million miles between those two things. That They, they weren't close to winning a championship because they got swept in the second to last round. Now, are they better than the other 
what would that be? Leave 13 other teams in the West? Yeah, I mean, you can make the argument they're at least as good, if not better, than the rest of them. So is that close? Yeah. But did you ever feel like they were going to beat the Nuggets? No. So I guess it, close to what? Being one of the best or winning a title? I think the answers are different. 17-8 and eight after the trade deadline. Won a couple of rounds in the playoffs. Denver lost a couple pieces. Not the major pieces, but role players. Mm-hmm. I think they're in the mix. And I think that's my only argument is I feel like they are in the mix this upcoming year. I think the West got better. I think I think the Phoenix Suns are going to be really good. You're always going to put the question mark on the Clippers of are sure. they healthy, are they not healthy? The Warriors, I didn't like the Chris Paul deal, but they're still the Golden State Warriors. I mean, would you be shocked if they, they make another run? I mean, that's they're the Warriors. I think the West got better, but I just thought that was a little bit of a to 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 try to find the angle of no, I don't think they're close. That's that's an interesting way to describe it. Let's try a phone call right here. Let's go to Pasadena and Ryan. Ryan, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Ryan? Pass See you at Knicks, bro. Calling in to talk about hats. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Hey, look, I'm a Giants fan. I live here in uh, Pasadena. It's a little softer than L.A. But during the regular season, I often find myself wearing an Oakland A's hat. I like the sympathy, and I don't want the smoke with the Dodgers fans <laughs> everywhere I go. Come, so the- come playoffs, it's home, baby. Have a good day, everybody. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. But see, Ryan he need to. Ryan's a Giant fan. That's fine. I mean, I don't. I like you less because of that, Ryan. But yeah. that's another topic for another day. But DeAndre, DeAndre's a fan of every Major League Baseball team, just depending on which. But doesn't that like. make it easier? Because he's just like you're not looking at that Giants hat when th- that DeAndre's wearing it. And you're saying to yourself, oh, this freaking guy. Okay, you, well, a little bit. And here's it's like why. Rob Lowe wearing that NFL uh, it, it, NFL, <laughs> yeah, well, that was ridiculous as well. So here's the problem with that hat. And I, I, I'm a little conflicted because it's the it's a black Giants hat with an orange bill and the orange SF, right? It's, it's not terrible as much as it pains me to say that. Here's the problem. You know who was wearing that hat when something terrible happened to the Dodgers? Flipping Joe Morgan... At the end of his career, he's all washed up playing with the Giants, and the Giants are one of the worst teams in the National League, and he pops one off of Terry Forster, and he's running around first base with his fist in the air like he won the World Series, and he was wearing that damn hat. So every time I see it, I'm like, <laughs> I get it's a pretty cool hat, but it brings back very bad memories. Just another chapter in your scarred. with DeAndre. It, it, it is. It, I, I am scarred, and like DeAndre, we should we should chug again just so I can feel better about myself. <laughs> just take him out all over again. It is the Waba Grill lunch hour on seven ten ESPN. Thanks to our friends at Waba Grill. Waba Grill is about giving you fresh, grilled to order, great menu items at a great value. So stop by today for a value bowl and taco combo for only eight dollars and fifty nine cents. It is a grilled chicken mini bowl, their new boom boom taco and drink. For just $8.59, get yours today. Order ahead at wabagrill.com. Wabagrill, eat smart, be healthy. Rams cut down to their 53-man roster, and uh, they forgot something. The roster. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. This is more Aaron Carter, no? Is it, this or, is not Aaron Carter. No? He, I thought no, he was one of the Backstreet Boys. No, that's his insane. brother. Oh, close. That's his hey, brother, bro. That counts. I get credit for I get half of a boy band of some, t- of some sort. Yeah. Yeah. That there was a Carter in a boy band, that's like an A-plus for me. We got a grade on a curve when it's music for me. 
That's fair. All right. So I think we found something here. I was watching the Giants and the Reds last night when I saw that Alex Cobb had a no-hitter late into the game. Yeah. I flipped over for it, and I'm a Dodger fan. Alex Cobb is their best pitcher. Alex Cobb is somebody that could potentially pitch against the Dodgers and beat them. He's that good. And I kind of wanted to see the guy throw a no-hitter, and I was asking you like whether or not that makes me a bad Dodger fan. It, we're, we're split here a little bit. I want to read some of these on Twitter. Robert Wilkins says, Kind of with you, Trav. I was slightly disappointed when he gave up the hit, but then I got joy from the fact that I realized the Giants had their best pitcher throw 130 pitches in a game that turned out to be either a no-hit or neither a no-hitter or even a shutout. Yes, that he did throw 130 pitches. The second he gave up the hit, I'm like, all right, well, he's coming out. They let him throw like another 12 pitches. It was bizarre. So there's a little bit of hidden value in the Dodgers for that. Uh it's Jack says, I feel the same way, but being a Fairweather fan is not for me. Makes when they finally do something great more rewarding. I agree with you on that, Jack. James says, the baseball gods would be disappointed in you rooting for a giant no-hitter. That's a fair criticism from James. They might be. I may have aggravated them inadvertently. Only one way to find out. <laughs> We're going to find out here in a few months. Big E in the Travis Lee uh, all-star community. This made me, he has a video of the hit. He says, this makes me smile F the Giants. Okay. Yeah, I, I lean towards that. If it's a squad that you don't like, it's really tough to find a scenario where you're saying to yourself, hey, I want something good for them. It because I think more times than not, they don't want anything good for you. It wasn't even a conscious decision. It was a, I know what a no-hitter means. I know how hard it is. I know you got to get a little lucky. And I found myself rooting for the guy. And then I realized, wait, I'm rooting for a giant. This doesn't feel good at all. But I was. I, I would. I'm. Do you want to put lie. DeAndre's hat on? <laughs> Duvell says once again, Trav bringing up another bad shared Dodger memory. Duvell, we're in therapy together, brother. We got to work through the Joe Morgans of the world. We got to work through all of these bad things. So when we hear the name Tom Needenfuer, we can feel good about it all over again. Just saying, we gotta we gotta make. Our By the way, way if Dodger fans, I get in the postseason, but if it's therapy session for Dodger fans, it just you guys really are in a different world of success. <laughs> I mean, it just doesn't make bad. it doesn't make any sense to me. Like a, that much success, <laughs> and it's still therapy. It is well, postseason. Look, it's therapy. It's been forty years for me. Postseason is therapy. 40, that part is. Therapy. I saw. Tom Needenfewer pitched to Jack Clark. I'm never getting over it. Their first base was open, Al. The Dodge, like, why are we? He's the only guy on the damn team that can hit the ball out of the ball. They had a bunch of little guys that hit singles that were really fast. Vince Coleman, Willie McGee, Ozzie Smith, Tommy Hur, just little fast guys all over the field. They had one guy that's six foot six that hits 900 foot home runs. The only thing that can beat you is a home run. Yeah, let's pitch to him. It's insane. It's still insane. It happened 40 years ago. It's lunacy. Why would anybody ever do that? You're the one rooting for the Giants yesterday. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so here's another random story about people not wanting to wear something that is the team that you hate. So um, Ben Affleck was in a movie called Gone Girl, directed by David Fincher. And in the movie, there's a scene in which he has to get off this plane, and he's in kind of like, you know, that tunnel thing from the plane to the actual airport. And David Fincher really wanted him to wear a Yankee cap. So Ben Affleck, obviously, is from Boston, huge Boston fan. He refused to wear the Yankee <laughs> cap. His So David Fincher, Ben Affleck were in a stalemate. They shut down production for, I want to say, like five days because wow. Ben Affleck refused to wear this this um, Yankee cap. And so then eventually David Fincher gave and was like, okay, you can wear a Mets hat. And so in the movie, <laughs> he sees wearing a Mets hat. And so, you know, he, I guess Ben Affleck would be on your side a little bit. Yeah, I, look – my takeaway from that particular story, M, is I just want to live in a world one day where I have as much juice as Ben Affleck to say no. And also, we're going to, the whole world's going to shut down for five days because I won't put a hat on my head. Great movie. Yes. Go see Gone Girl if you haven't yet. It's a fantastic. Great we're going to end up in like two years with carrying every Angels game. You're <laughs> <laughs> to come in full gear. Yeah. Full Angels gear. You know what else I'm motivated by? Money. Ooh, Checks. Yeah. A roof over my head, food on the table. I'm just waiting I'm flexi- for you to say. I'm flexible on some things. Let's not get too. Let's I'm not just get waiting too for you to away. say. All right, uh, congratulations. We got a new three-year partnership with the Angels. <laughs> you know the Dodgers just don't know how to run an organization. <laughs> well, look, I, I I have to live with myself at the end of the night. I can only tell so many lies on a, on a certain level. Uh, the Rams play. What do we got? So Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Plus, we, the Rams play in eleven days. Mm-hmm. They don't have a kicker on their roster after cutting Tanner Brown 
uh or uh, they're 53 men. Now they're going to get one. Did they make it official? Is Mar it's official? It's finalizing for okay. Mar. So Brett Mar is the guy that it appears is going to be the new Rams kicker. Brett Mar, you may not remember the name, but I guarantee you, you remember this. He missed five extra yeah. points in a row in the postseason mm-hmm. last year. Five. Playing he for missed, the Cowboys. He missed four in a row in one game and then opened up the next game by having his fifth one blocked five in a row that's how bad tanner brown was that this was the next best option so at least you could look at it this way in the regular season he was 29 of 32 mm-hmm. so try to find that as a silver lining real positive <laughs> that's pretty good uh, no, it is good. no that, that's very good that's very very and good you get the yips anything can get the yips and it can it can be righted you know what doesn't get cured very often the yips well, then all, once they're in there, they tend to stay. It's also there's off season between. It's also where did you do it? You did it on the biggest stage. That you did it in the postseason is where that could you know easily get so. Because even if he has a great regular season, I'm not telling you. You and I are not predicting that the Rams are going to go to the playoffs. Gonna let's just say let's just say they did. And and let's say he does the same thing that he did in the regular season, twenty nine of thirty two. You're gonna tell me the one of six in the I'm playoffs gonna, is I'm not in your mind. I'm gonna see that first one. Of course it is. Gonna need to see that first one. Of course it yeah. is. Look, they're they're in a weird spot. The Rams are because they're clearly retooling or what that redesigning or whatever rebuilding. That's not a rebuild. It's a re yeah. remodel. They left one That's wall up. Is. They said, "Who's the one wall?" It's basically Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald's is the one the wall. wall. Aaron Donald, Cooper Cup. Aaron Donald and Cooper Cup are the walls. Two walls up. You might want to knock down one of those walls. We'll, we'll see what happens. Here's the other part that happened yesterday when they cut down to 53 players. Logan Bruss did not make it. Lo- the 2022 draft, two drafts ago, not the one that they had a couple of months ago, the okay. one before that. The Rams' first pick, now they didn't have a pick until the third round, but their first pick in the third round was Logan Bruss. Logan Bruss did not play a single game for the Rams. Wow. Not one. He got hurt in the preseason last year, never played, did not play well in the preseason this year, and they cut him yesterday. And they're hopeful of bringing him back for the practice squad, but they're clearly comfortable if he's not. They let him go. Tutu Atwell was their top pick the year before that. Tutu Atwell has not panned out. Right, So you don't have first-round picks because you've traded those picks to get guys like Vaughn Miller and Matthew Stafford and Jalen Ramsey. That, and, and it worked. You won, you won the Super Bowl. So, but now these later-round picks become so critical. Those become, are your first-rounders. You, you have to hit on them more, mm-hmm. and they're not. Now, this year it looks a little better. Steve Avila, the guy out of TCU, their left guard, it looks like he's an NFL player. It looks like Trey Tomlinson is an NFL player. It looks like Brian, Byron Young is an NFL player. So this one was better. But this this is like the visa bill that you kept going on vacation and you kept having all these great memories and having all these great trips. But eventually yeah, put you it have, on the card. Eventually you have to pay it. Yeah. And they're paying it right now. And it's harder to pay it now because you just don't those, those lower ones, they're not hitting. Hmm. You're not having success. That they had to cut their first pick a year after they took them. That's bad news. Now, I guess fourth round picks don't always work out, Travis. But when you don't have a first and second round pick, you better make sure that they do. They become so much more. They're everything. And 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 I I don't want I don't want to sound dramatic on it, but they are critical. They they are your first round picks. If that's the first time your first pick, that's then that's how valuable they become to you. What you can have happen, even if it's a player that you you're looking at and you're saying, all right, well, maybe he's not an every week starter. Cut him? That's telling you that we, we made a – We don't think he can play in this league. And we don't think he can play Made a critical mistake with this pick. For mm-hmm. sure. And Tutu has played, and Tutu's had a couple of really nice big plays, but he hasn't been a regular part of what you're doing. Yeah. And if it happens once, okay, we missed. It ha- happens shoot. to every team. And sometimes you miss in the first round. So to M's point, that it happened in the third round, it's not catastrophic if it's just here or there, but when it's – repeatedly happening and you're not even picking until the second and third you need those to hit it now it just puts so much more pressure on everything else let's try another phone call here let's go to santa barbara go gauchos dave in santa barbara what's up dave hey how's it going good um i just wanted to yeah just uh about the sports caps and you know memorabilia or merchandise i was at a uh, grateful dead concert and i ran into bill walton 
And I asked him if I could have a picture, and I happened to be wearing a USC hat because <laughs> um, I went to USC, and he said, yeah, you can have a picture, but you have to take that hat off. Uh, <laughs> Did you so take I, it off? He, That's it. Dave? Got to that drama <laughs> right there. Dave, go ahead. Yeah, that's just that, that's the story. Well, yeah, but yeah. you but take the hat off. Hat off, hat off. Fool. Hat off or no? Uh, what's that? Did you take the oh, hat off or goodness. no? Oh, I took. Oh, yeah, I took it off. Took yeah, it off, right. I wanted a picture. I wanted build a picture up. with Bill. Thanks. And for it me. was a uh, yeah, it was a funny picture because I was about up to his waist. How t- I was going to say, Dave, how tall are you? I'm about five nine on a good day. Okay, yeah, Bill Walton's seven feet tall. <laughs> so it's like anytime you take a picture with somebody that's seven feet tall, unless you're six eight, it's going to look super weird. Also, Dave sounded like he was coming from a Grateful Dead concert. <laughs> I think they're like Santa Barbara. It's nice out. Hey, it's chilling. Warm. It's great. Enjoying the vibes their... are great. <laughs> that's right. And if you want that picture, I love Bill Walton saying, "Yeah, yeah no problem. Let's let's." Just take your hat off. You know what I got out of that is that Bill Walton likes UCLA more than Dave liked USC because Dave could have said, no, I'd rather have my hat on than a picture with you, Bill Walton, Bruin legend. I would have took it off, but then like put it here because he's so tall. He's not looking. He's not watching. Yeah. Bill Walton's big dude. Yes. There's all sorts of stories at Bill Walton at concerts where like he's in the front row enjoying the show. Bill Walton's seven feet tall. Can't see. If there's a seven foot guy in front of you. Probably not going to see it. Someone also bunch. said, in all the world of the CGI that we have, we couldn't CGI uh, the the Yankee cap on uh, Ben Affleck's head. And then also someone pointed out that Nicholson refused to wear Celtics gear when he filmed The Departed. There you go. I love it. Yeah. I respect it. Yeah. I like I it. I go up. <laughs> I, uh, that's on the queue on uh, Netflix. Starts autoplay. I got sucked into it again. I've been chipping it off like 20 minutes at a time. Okay, that's Fantastic a, that's a good one to get. Martin Sheen just went off the roof last night. <laughs> Just okay, like, spoiler. It's 20 years old. It's 20 not 20 years, years old yet. It's Keanu 2006? That's 20. I'm rounding up. That's 20. If it, like, And he landed perfectly on his you're, feet. You're lucky if I'm giving you six days. <laughs> 20 years, I'm not feeling too bad about it. But it's one of the great it. twists in, t- yeah. in movies. It's, it's a good movie. It's 20 years old. Okay, then I'll reveal the Gone Girl one. I guess <laughs> that's 20 years old, too. It's 10 years old. <laughs> well, that's enough. 10 days. Go see the movie or not. That's on you. I'm sticking by it. Matthew Stafford, Rams quarterback, Yeah, for how long? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I think I messed up. I think I've, I, 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 and it wasn't in an, a purposeful mess up, but I want to read a couple more of these. This is from Cisco. It says, diehard Doyers fans can't and won't ever root for anything San Francisco Giants. If they're playing the Trastros in the Fall Classic, I'm going for the Cheaters. Hashtag Dodgers, and he tags me in it. I didn't. I, I don't think that scenario. Most Dodger fans. I, I, that'd be an interesting one. I, oh gosh, that, that'd be an interesting. I, I, I'd root one. for the Giants because at yeah, least I'd the rather, Giants are on the up and up. I think. Um, but you're rooting for Alex Cobb, not the Giants. I was rooting for a no hitter. I wasn't yeah. rooting for the Giants. But you know what? I understand the frustration because yeah, you're not you're not surprised by some of those. No, no, not at all. Because in the moment after it ended, I'm like, wait, did I just root for something good to happen to the Giants and? I kind of did. I kind of wanted Alex Cobb to get that no-hitter. And then when he didn't, I very quickly transitioned to, they're not going to really let him throw 130 pitches, are they? Which they did. Which is baseball malpractice. Remember we were talking about yeah, the Angels? Mm-hmm. 
when I think it was Griffin Canning threw like 120 some pitches. When was the last time we said his name? Nope. <laughs> nope. Because he just hasn't been nearly as effective. He hasn't been as available. It's it's you you gotta think short and long term. Let the dude go for the no hitter, but the second he gave up that hit, you gotta go get him, don't you? They won the game six to one. Yeah, that was the other thing. It was so I was going to say it's not like the hit or six it's not to like one. the game was in jeopardy or anything. No. And, and Giants need every win. They're trying to get, but if the game's over, the game's over. Yeah, six why, to why? one, and they're two outs. Keep in mind, it's not like you got to get through the whole inning. Yeah, there's two outs. That doesn't make any 130 sense. 130 pitches. That doesn't make any sense. It is the Waba Grill lunch hour on seven ten ESPN. Thanks to our friends at Waba Grill. Waba Grill is about giving you fresh. Grilled to order menu items at a great value. Stop by today for a value bowl and taco combo for only $8.59. Grilled chicken mini bowl, their new boom boom taco, and a drink for only $8.59. Get yours today. You can order ahead at wabagrill.com. Wabagrill, eat smart, be healthy. So Mike Greenberg was on his show this morning uh, talking NFL, talking Cowboys, talking Matthew Stafford, and talking about – Everything that's been in the air with Matthew Stafford as far as contract stuff. We talked about the Kelly Stafford thing the other day, and he has an idea on how this all might shake out. Your buddy, Matthew Stafford, I could easily see a world in which a year from today, Dak Prescott is way better off being the quarterback of Tampa or Minnesota or Denver or someplace where they really want him. And your buddy, Matthew Stafford, is the starting quarterback of his hometown Dallas Cowboys. What do you think of that? Greeny, it's August 30th. You're one of fantastic. a kind, man. You are one of a kind. You are a, a, a special, special person. His wife is talking about how he doesn't get along with it. The <laughs> don't young players don't even game. know what he's talking. His wife yeah, is on podcasts that, getting him out of L.A. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, Look, Dan, I think it's August 30th. We, we got a long way to go till mm. we get to that point. Long, right. long, long way to go till we get to that point. Yeah. Um, Matthew's a better player. We'll see how healthy he is this year. To my knowledge, he feels really good and is throwing it really well. Uh, but it's August 30th. We got to see a long way to long way to go till we get to that point, Greeny. All right, so the other voice there is Dan Orlovsky, yep. who's a, a friend of Matthew Stafford's and obviously a colleague of ours at ESPN. Um I get what Greeny's doing. It's the job. Throw some stuff out there. See what the reaction is. And the team. And the team. The and Cowboys. the Cowboys. It's almost and, like the Giannis and the Lakers and the Knicks. No, LeBron, Giannis, mm-hmm. Tebow, the Lakers. I, it, we know the, the formula, right? Matthew's from Dallas. He is from Dallas. There is, however faint the smoke trail may be, there is one, right? I, this isn't a giant fire like we had down here this morning. That was crazy. Um this is not something that I think is going to happen, but I'm not slamming the door on it. This makes Dak and the contract that he has not gotten from the Cowboys is a topic. Yep. Matthew Stafford, at some level, is either not connecting or is struggling to connect. The Rams have either tried to shop him or were willing to listen to offers about other people who may want him. They tried to restructure his deal reportedly that didn't happen. There's just he's from Dallas, like Emily mentioned. The Cowboys are pretty good. They may be a quarterback away. It all kind of fits together. I wouldn't bet my house on it, but this is one of those there's some good value in long odds here. I think you could look at I think you make a case. Yeah. I I Cowboys finished twelve and five last year. I think had fourth best record in the NFC. Okay. They're a um, they're a good team. They're not a great team. I think what were we talking about? There was certain odds for to come out of the NFC. I think they're Cowboys third. had the third yeah. highest odds. Which yeah, sure. Which yeah, you could say it. They're not an awful team. So I mean, I don't think it would be a complete, the second round of the playoffs. I don't think it would be year. a complete shock if right. they got there. Um, but the, the, but ha- so many things got to go for for this to happen. So many things have to go. So many things have to kind of fall into place. Dak's got to. Not get a contract, and also I think he, is it a player option? He is. A, I know he has a potential out after this year. They can tag him, okay, but they can't. You can't tag a guy forever. Mm-hmm. Eventually, you can only use him two years in a row. I believe. Basically, Matt Stafford. If if it were to happen, it's kind of a similar decision before he came to the Rams. Are you a quarterback away from now really competing for a Super Bowl? Yes, a lot of things would have to happen. But okay, keep in mind the teams we're dealing with here. 
the uh, Jerry Jones might be dumb enough to do this, and the Rams might be smart enough to take up the opportunity to do it, to get something from the Cowboys. It won't just be like, oh, here's a pick, here's whatever. It's going to be probably one of the great players in the Cowboys, and then they come to the Rams and you help with the rebuild, or you get another pick from the Cowboys. The less needed this happened, I think we get the best deal out of it, and everyone would part ways happily, and Jerry Jones would not get the same Matthew Stafford and try to recreate what happened two years ago, and it would never work out. I think the first thing you said is the most interesting thing, the Jerry Jones portion of it all. Jerry Jones is impulsive. Jerry, like, and, and I, I, don't remember, I don't know how to say this delicately, so I'll just say it. Jerry Jones is an old man. Jerry, Jerry Jones doesn't have another 20 years, right? Jerry Jones is – the clock is ticking. It has been ticking for 30 years. So the it, pressure to try to – And it to... ticks louder every year, right? He's a, he's an older guy. And, to, yeah, like that loud, right? So that he would do something impulsive, that he would do something like get his feelings in the way. Because it worked once. It did work once. And, look, this does – let's say they flame out again. Let's say that the Cowboys – Make to the playoffs, lose in the first or second and round. And it's because Dak underperforms. They have another weird clock situation. At the, yeah. Like, it just – it's not so far-fetched. And especially, I like what you said, Em, that because he is so emotional and impulsive, you could see it. You also got to see – I think a lot of this as well is what does Stafford look like this year, right? And you might we might play this year out and say, okay, Matt Stafford, you you kind of got what you needed from him. Maybe the O line, so maybe the team is just bad. How much of is that? How much of that is on the quarterback? How much of that just being on a bad team? A lot of scenarios. You, can you said something else too that I think is important that how he plays is certain. But the I don't even know what the Rams need coming back. It could just be a let's just get this off of our books and let's get a pick. That's or good whatever, enough. That yeah. just addition by subtraction kind of thing that we just need to free up the money not that he's not a good but we just need to have flexibility in on, on our entire roster and we would have more if we had this money available to it how latinos pronounce nfl teams okay primo y este equipo aquí ese me gusta tennessee titans that was easy that one's really good, too. Tennessee what Titans. Tennessee yeah. Titans. <laughs> We're just trying to get you a lot of this football talk. We're trying to get you in the football spirit. Is <laughs> Tennessee Titans. How Titans. Latinos pronounce NFL teams. Okay, primo. Y este equipo aquí. Ese me gusta. Tennessee Titans. <laughs> Titans. <laughs> Titans. Oh, That's man. great. We'll do another one tomorrow. I, I, I want to, Em, if we're doing the uh, pregame show here in a couple of weeks, we might want to maybe – channel some of this. Cue those this up for good. all it's those just, games. It's just yeah. too good. Whoever they're playing, we can uh, we can find <laughs> a way to do it for sure. The Dumps coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I've been meaning to mention this one the last day or two, and, and because... I think he deserves credit for this. Tony Gonsolin is obviously done for the season. He's going to miss the entirety of next season as well. He knew for a while that his arm was injured, and he continued to pitch with an injured arm because the Dodgers really needed him to continue to pitch with an with an injured arm. That he it was going to he he was injured. It needed yeah. to be, but as long as he could tolerate the pain, it's one of these. Hey, listen, if you can do it, we can go go, go do it. Julio was down. Kershaw was down. Yep. You had a bunch of kids like like Sheehan sure. and Miller and Stone and Grove eating innings. You, you just did not have the manpower. And Gonsolin, despite having an elbow that was barely held together, went out there and competed. He didn't pitch great, but he gave them a bunch of innings when he didn't have to do it. And 
I hold I hold that guy in a much higher you level should. of respect than I did before. I, I, that's that's really bold. And there's like money interest in it, obviously. He, he had, had financial incentives. For sure, he had he financial did. incentives. For sure, he did. But I admit, again, I've never pitched in anything approaching the major leagues. Pitching with a sore arm sucks. It hurts. It really, truly hurts. And that he did it, and I get it. He made another extra million bucks or so by going out there and doing it, and guaranteed himself more money next year yeah. as well. But he also went out there and pitched games when they had to have him because nobody else could do it, well, knowing he was hurt. Look at his last start. How long did it? How many runs did he end Ten up? Ten runs, up? five jacks. And I'm not even saying that to. It has nothing to do with the how many runs he gave up. It's they kept him in there. He kept pitching. And I, I saw a quote from Dave Roberts. Might have been yesterday, the day before. Something along the lines of. Um, it couldn't have got any worse, and he knew it couldn't get any worse. The question was your pain tolerance, mm-hmm. and he just kind of fought through it. And listen, how many times we've had plenty of conversations about Gonsolin. You didn't feel confident about Gonsolin in a playoff situation, and here are the reasons why. Now that we get more of an answer to it, I am with you. It does say something when a guy says, I'm hurting, I'm struggling, but I'm going to try to help the Well, squad. and the other thing is, too, that it – the Dodgers take a look at it and they diagnose him with whatever the official diagnosis is and say, look, this is going to have to be repaired. We could repair it now or you could continue to pitch on it and then we could repair it later. And my first instinct would be, and again, let me be perfectly clear. I understand he had financial incentives to continue to pitch as well, but I would let's get this thing fixed so I can get back sooner than later. Let's, let's get the process to being my best self sooner than later that I don't know. Did he pitch an extra month? Did he pitch an extra two months? It's it's you know it's hard to tell, but I I I think that that deserves some some kudos to to go out there and, the and do what he did. And the Dodgers will take care of him. It seems. Yeah. Like. Oh yeah. In, I, in I, way of which for sure. acting in best faith on both sides. I, I I think so. I think this was mutually beneficial, but I'm not so sure that the Dodgers didn't get a little bit of the better end of the deal because they had to have an arm. They had to have somebody pitch those innings. God knows what it would have looked like if they didn't. And they had to go somewhere else. And what does the development of that guy happen? There's there's ripples on the pond that are real in that situation. Sorry with this next one, Al. Padres are now 0-11 in extra inning games this season. That is the second worst record in extra one innings away. single season history. The 1969 Montreal Expos went 0-12. How does that happen? Diego Love. How's that happen? Like, think about that. Think about how's that happen? How can you be that unclutch? I don't know. Never mind clutch. I, I want to take that off the table saying. Math dictates that that should not happen. Just the the laws of probability say that you should win one or two or three. I could be wrong on this stat. Either they're six and twenty or it's something right around that. One run games six and twenty on top of the zero and eleven. How does that? How? Well, I told you this before. How the the one run games thing is weird. Really good teams are frequently bad in one run games. It's it's weird how that works out. The Owen well, both the, the the extra innings thing. I have no idea what that is. I, I couldn't even begin because look, if you're at home, you're at Petco Park. Yeah. If you prevent that other team from scoring that run, you should win that game probably eighty five percent of the you're time. In the driver's seat. You got a guy at second base with nobody. It's out. not ice cold beer. What do I do about that? <laughs> it just feels like that's a, a problem. Owen eleven. Now you kind of want him to get the record, don't you? Might as well. There's nothing else to play for. <laughs> right. Literally like, nothing else. What's that? Yeah, yeah, I know. No, there's plenty of things to remember the season by. None of a positive. <laughs> What's the worst part of it? Um Well, the worst part is I don't know how it I don't know how it fixes I don't know what changes. So I, I don't know how it's gonna get better. That's the worst part, because you got a lot of these guys on long term deals. But the worst part of the actual season, there was real hype that they got a chance to win the whole thing. So and just the never, preseason in retrospect is the worst and it, part? And and there was never like a glimmer of hope. It was just no. bad the entire time. I think that, time. that's a good answer. I like that. that it, it never felt like no. you were ever in it. I think we are saying yesterday that they were one of the only teams that never won four games in a row this year. Kansas City won seven in a row. The Oakland won seven in a row. Padres four. They lapped them. <laughs> it's not great. It's not great. Tonight in Lincoln, Nebraska uh, at the – Memorial Stadium, where the football team plays, 
They're going to sell 90,000 tickets to something called Volleyball Day. It's a doubleheader and concert inside the team's Memorial Stadium, the most attended women's sporting event of all time, potentially, if they get 90,000 people inside the football stadium to watch women's volleyball. Also, so fun fact. So I'm friends with this guy who's – that's his dad, is the coach of, of the Nebraska volleyball team. And I tried to see if he would come on or whatever, just to talk a little bit about this, whatever. But he was obviously – very busy getting us all ready to go. This is he's actually going on Mason and Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> but like to be on like the very top level of Nebraska Stadium trying to watch volleyball would be an well insane volleyball thing. court's small. Yeah, right. It's it's about a half the size of a basketball court. It's yes. tiny. But like Nebraska's volleyball team has such a like fervent fan base. Ninety thousand. Yes, I mean <laughs> it's quite I a guess few. So. And it's also you know you go there you want to be a part of history. You know the most That's attended insane. women's sporting event of all time. That'd be really cool to say that you went to something like that. Would it is not the most attended women's sporting ro- event of all time. World Cup. And Travis, I'm surprised at you. What did I get wrong now? ISVT. Oh. <laughs> All right, so yeah, it's it, not even the highest attended volleyball game of all time. There is there is something at Santa Barbara called the Inner Sorority Volleyball Tournament. <laughs> okay, and okay. people come. Trap, back me up on this. People yeah. come from far and wide. It's popular, and there's probably UCLA was there. Oh yeah. Right? Well, there's Everybody probably 120 there. teams in it, and and at least a hundred thousand guys. I mean, it's just... It's, the, the ratios are off that weekend. Yeah, it is. It, it is one of the great events of Did you all ever go? time. Did you go more than once? Did you go every year you were at UCLA? Yes, 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 and yes. I did not. I even went one year after I got out of UCLA. Yeah, let's qualify this by, like, most attended, sanctioned NCAA. NCAA sporting event, for sure. You know what we should do? We should do a little super crosstalk. All right, so, uh, Trav, before you get started, yeah. I've said this, uh, well, at least 10 or 11 times in my career, so let me say it again. Travis, what's the matter with what you? What the hell is wrong with you? Can Uh-oh. I guess? Go Can ahead. I guess? Oh, of course. Okay. Stretching? No. Yeah, no, I, I do want to hear about stretching. Okay, awesome. so it's going to be something sports. Oh, no, I got it. I got it. He was rooting Stupid for, he was rooting you for cannot, a giant. You cannot, as a Dodgers fan. Ever. Did you hear what I said, Mace? Root for the Giants. You're okay. rooting for the no, Giants? No, he, no, when no. When did you start rooting for the Giants? He has, he has, has a Giants hat. Trav, here's my here's my position on this. Whatever you're going to say right now. <laughs> yes. Hell no. <laughs> okay. And your position. But wait, okay. what about this, this, this? this <laughs> hell no. Okay. Well, what's the no. Why like, did you support the Giants? Whatever is coming out of your mouth doesn't matter. The answer is no. Go ahead. He went to Fisherman's Wharf. Yeah, yeah. I've got a loft in Pacific Heights. Um. I was watching Dodger game last night. Yes. And Joe Davis mentions that Alex Cobb has a no-hitter through eight innings. Right. Okay, so I flip over to MLB Network yeah. to see if he's going to sure. seal the deal. Gets the first guy out. Yep. Next guy walks. Okay. okay. Still okay. Gets the second guy out. All right. And the next batter hits a double over the right fielder's head. Just ah. smokes it. And my initial reaction was, that what you just did? No, no. Aww. I was like, no, was, no. But I was. It was a sarcastic. Uh, okay. It was like, oh. Okay. Mine Aww. was not. Mine was a damn. And then I had that realization. Can I say what the hell <laughs> he threw is the wrong remote with at you? the TV? I, I realized. What are you doing? You just. You were just. I, and I was. I was pulling for Alex oh, Cobb. That's terrible. To pull a no hitter. I, I know. Yeah, I feel no, bad about awful. it, but I was doing it. Yeah. You should feel bad about it. <laughs> You've got your. You uh, cannot. I know. Root for the Giants under. It any wasn't a conscious decision. The only thing you're allowed to do is root for none of the Giants to get hurt. You never want to work for anybody to get injured. But of other course, than that, hell, I, I, you I want them to I lose. I root for health and failure. <laughs> yeah, health and failure is a good motto for you, Well, Trav. I was rooting for health and success last night. Hell no, you were not. Okay, I was okay, for him. No, no he okay. actually was. That's I, sad. I, I got one. DeAndre mentioned this when he came in, because DeAndre is the one with the San Francisco Giants hat. Oh, right. right now? Right now. Yeah. But, but it's he's more, got a hat of every team. But it's oh, more okay. like he's got a hat of every team. But DeAndre, though, is like an equal opportunity. Opportunity jersey guy. Yes. Yeah. Like he, and it matches his shoes. It's more for fashion. Right. It's less to do with the Giants making the wild card. Right. Okay. It has okay. less to do with that. DeAndre mentioned it. let's say you're watching a Celtics game and they're taking on the Raptors. And Tatum has 60 through three quarters. Are you rooting at all for Tatum to get to 70 or 75 or any of that stuff? It doesn't mean anything to the Lakers. 
Yes, it does. Kobe has 81 points in a game. Okay, I don't want Jason 81. Tatum second on that list. Yeah, yeah. to 70. No, it's a, real, it's, it's a really stupid question. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really stupid all right, question. Let me, let Dumb me, take. Okay, Dumb take. so yeah. I, I take a page from Jerry Buss. All right, okay. so when Dr. Buss was alive, remember in Phil Jackson gets fired, he comes back, the Lakers rebuild their team around Kobe and Powell. Uh, the year starts with Kobe saying, I'll play anywhere. Just trade me. I don't want to be here. They trade for Gasol. The fortunes change. They make it to the finals, and they lose to the Celtics. Mm -hmm. And so the following year, in preseason, we were down in Anaheim. I did a sit-down interview. This is back when they were all getting along with Dr. Buss in the middle, Jeannie on the right, Jim on the left. And I said, Dr. Buss, let me start with you. I said, I know you measure yourself in championships. But last year was such a unique season. The year began with Kobe demanding a trade. It looked like our team was circling the drain. And you guys pulled off a trade for Pau Gasol, made it all the way back to the finals. Can I at least argue that last season was a success? You're talking about to oh, Dr. Buss. Oh, the loss, eight, yes. the losing oh, to the Celtics. The loss to the Celtics, yes. right. And he said, you could if it was anybody but the Celtics. But since ah, we lost to yeah. them, the season sucked. Yep. <laughs> Trav, you cannot ever lower your standards to root for the Giants. If the Astros and the Giants play in the World Series, oh God, the Astros, nightmare. you have to root for the Astros. No, no you I go for the Giants. Uh, you go for the Giants. I don't know I who I root for. I, I root I root for you don't root for anybody, no, but you'd rather see a team not cheating. I, that's when you root than for the media, cheating. right? Just, yeah, yeah, yeah meteors and, 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 and everything. Yeah. Like we're all, all right. Done. So here, I'll give you guys a hard one that Michael and I argue over all the time. All right, each one of you answer this question honestly. Whatever pops into your head, right? Slee, you first. Okay. Clippers, Celtics in the NBA Finals. Who are you rooting for? Clippers. It's easy. Trav? Celtics. Mace? Clippers. Okay. You cannot ever root for the Celtics. And by the way, we're tied <laughs> with yeah, them. That, that's the but problem. We're in a better chase with them. Right. Michael, Michael, right. Picks, Michael picks Clippers, right? Correct. Yeah, and I think Clippers is the natural. No, no. Michael, Michael picks Celtics. Oh, no, no, the, no, reason, Michael picks, yeah. the reason Michael picks Celtics is he says Clipper Daryl and the other Clipper fans They'll would be, be insufferable, insufferable. They would be insufferable. And we have to live next Michael to them. I, I, I don't care. The they're, a, they're a gnat in this, I, in this I, whole thing. I understand that they're a gnat on the windshield of the Laker greatness train. You want the Celtics to have one more championship than us. I don't don't want the Clipper fans to have anything nice, right? <laughs> that, okay. that, that, that it goes no, to more. But, Trav, but they, but yeah, they don't matter. They, never get they don't matter. Nice. But in this they scenario, nice they no, Travis, you know what it would be? It would be that one year that the Angels won the World Series, mm -hmm. and they were talking to the town for about two weeks, and <laughs> yes, then it went back to being a Dodger fan, <laughs> yep. uh, being a Dodger. Fan. And it always will be. It right. always. Right. So that's what but the Clippers win. They have it. their two weeks, and yeah, then we stop talking have to about it. To it. I don't. They're, they're Mason, not I'm surprised at you. You're in way that you're rooting for the Clippers. I despise the Clippers, but it would. Uh, we're in a banner chase with the Celtics. Right. That's True. the right answer. That's the so go back to the other one though, the Astros and the Giants. Okay. Because because the Astros, the the Giants are the Dodgers' number one rival, right. right? They've been competing forever and ever. The Astros defrauded the Dodgers. Correct. They they used illicit means to steal a championship. Correct. Is that the Giants at least theoretically have beat the Dodgers on the up and up? Right. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. While it sucks to lose to them, at least it's a legitimate loss. Well, the one thing I'll they say, they ripped you off. Yeah. The yeah. one thing I'll Doesn't say matter. about the, can't root for the Giants no matter what. <laughs> yeah. Well, the one thing I'll say about the Astros is at least last year they did it whatever cleanly uh -huh. might mean. Uh, we don't know that I they did anything. I don't think the stink will stay on the Astros forever. It'll last a lot, but it's going to stay. It'll stay on the players. It'll stay on Altuve, Correa, yeah. Bregman, and the Dodger fans guys. will never forget. Right? Yankee fans will oh, never I, I'll never let that go. Uh, yesterday yeah, I wore a Houston Astros shirt with the word <laughs> cheaters across it. I mean, right. I'm, I'm never letting that go. You want to you hear a weird Astros-Lakers connection? Okay. So when Darvin Ham was beginning his coaching career, okay, so he gets done with a 10-, 12-year NBA career, he goes down to Texas and coaches a G League team. And the G League team – is owned by a family that has a 10-year-old kid that Darvin bonds with and gets to know. 
and the 10-year-old kid was Alex Bregman. No wow. kidding. Yeah, he's an Alex Bregman fan because he's known the family since Alex was Who a little later kid. later was caught listening to trash cans. Yeah. 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 And maybe nice a no, leading sure he's a offender. Trey's sure a great kid. No, but he's one of those guys. But He did the thing. Bregman and Altuve. Bregman are, and Altuve are the ones that even after the whole thing came out, they leaned into it with basically like, yeah, what? Yeah. Like, right. Spr- Springer didn't do that, and he gets it slightly less. That there are some other guilty parties in that, but those two guys, and Correa, put Correa in yeah, there too. Correa. Yeah, They basically did the, yeah, so what? What are you going to do about it? Yeah. They, they, and it just made it so much worse for those guys yeah. specifically. Okay, I want to ask you about stretching. Yesterday, yeah. Stretch Lab was here, and uh, I, I got an excellent stretch. Me too. Uh, King was in, and I said, you should How go in that? there. So tell me, what was the stretch like? Because so, you thought you weren't stretching I, at all. I was telling these guys earlier, I have, when I say I haven't stretched in a long time, that doesn't begin the, I've never stretched never stretched. like never in any okay. meaningful way other than just kind of you know pull your arm right. over your shoulder kind yeah. of deal i go in there met king yep he introduced me to tommy who yep. was another one of the the guys in there and they said well what do you want to do and i said i don't know like i'm tied to my hamstrings and my glutes and my hips and my low back okay put me on the table yep very slowly and methodically start to go through this uncomfortable a little bit yeah, but sure. nothing painful right Un- and Fast forward to the end of 25 minutes on that table. I can't tell you the last time I felt that good. Is that right? It was really? so relaxing yeah. and invigorating. I was telling Jorge, I found him like, dude, that's the most amazing thing I've ever had in my entire life. Yeah. And then I, was, I had that moment where I'm like, I'm going to be really sore tomorrow. I'm going to be in a really – I haven't stretched. It's like, yeah. you know, the first time you work Using out Using muscles you haven't in used in a long, long time. time. Play golf for the first time. You haven't played, right. I thought – I woke up this morning. I feel great. All right. See? I feel terrific. Wait, I'm so- going, Trev, I'm going on a golf trip this week where I'm going to play 36 a day for five days oh in a row. Gosh. I may go see Stretch Lab tomorrow. Or you should. Oh, you should. You should. You know, there yeah. we, we have uh, hookups. You yeah. don't. Yeah. Uh, and there's one. Is there one, one by you? No, there's one by you. One by me on Rose. Yeah. Right. It but here's what's so. I'll look, I'll look at where the closest one to here's me Here's what's is. confusing, Mace, yeah. is we were telling him before Stretch Lab. Yeah. He should probably stretch every once in a while. Oh, yeah. It needs to And it was as if we were. Like pressuring him to take a drug or something. He's yeah, like, he not going to do it. He was so reticent. He's like, <laughs> not no going to happen. And this is a response of saying, you guys should try this stretching thing today. It's like, Trev, we've been telling you that yeah. for a while there. See? There you go. Look, it works. I, I do. Th- I make decisions on my own time. <laughs> yes, I, I get you to the place. Like you'll around. come around on I'll the other honest. things too. Ultimately, you'll say uh, Clippers when it's uh, boss. Ultimately, <laughs> you'll not. say you're not rooting, rooting for against the Alex Cobb. I, I I will root against Alex Cobb in just about every situation. Not last night. You are kind of responsible for this because you you know what he did, which you didn't do, which Susan doesn't do, which Emily doesn't do. When you guys are like, you got to do it. You're an idiot if you don't do it. You got You just very simply said, I think you're going to feel good if you try it. It felt pretty good. Yeah. It was a very low-pressure sales pitch. Non-confrontational. Non-confrontational. Yeah. Because pitch. the yep. second you do one of these, like you got to try it. Yeah, because I kind of low-keyed you it. You did. You said, yeah. I, I think you might like it. Yeah. My, my pitch is, what is wrong with <laughs> right, you? Right. That's that not going to happen. You didn't, didn't even, <laughs> you didn't even stretch when you were pitching, no. you said. No. It was fine. Well, first of all, I was 20. Yeah. I didn't have to stretch. Not that as much stretching. Little, there was less to stretch. Yeah, sure. There were some other things sure. happening there as well. Um, Very quick, I want to get your guys' thoughts on how the Angels have really kind of taken their oh my season by the neck and really Jeez. put themselves in a position to thrive moving literally forward. Literally flush well, it down the is, toilet. This is literally even bad for the Angels, which I don't – like, Trev, you and I talk about all the time – we don't know where rock bottom is there, but it's well still figuring it that's out. That's what yeah. I said to Al. When you go back to should they trade Otani, are they going to do it? Do you like the deal? And you and I kept looking at each other like, they're the angels. Whatever they do, it's going to be the wrong thing. Right. And, so- and it was only worse than you could have possibly imagined, and it continues to get worse. Okay, let me throw, let me throw the alternative in here. Uh, the alternative view, which I had prepared for today's show. So uh, there, there are five guys, right? Hunter Renfro. Six. Oh, six. Ronaldo Lopez. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hunter Renfro. Grichik. Uh, um, Grichik and Moore. Giolito. And Giolito. Okay. So if I'm them, I'm like, well, cool. I get to go to a contender, right? So oh, yeah. from their perspective, Definitely. it's good. From the Angels' perspective, they save $7 million, mm-hmm. which puts them under the luxury tax threshold. Mm-hmm. So in other words, they're saving a lot more money by not going into the competitive balance tax. Mm-hmm. Does that make more sense 
if you're in the position they are yesterday. What is the only thing that the Angels should be focused on at this point? Keeping now the, Shohei Otani. Correct. Does this help them or hurt them in that regard? Gets them under the luxury tax threshold, may give them more money to spend during the offseason. But you left one thing out that I think is important. Then they won't go it, under the repeater tax. It, it, it also, if Otani leaves, it takes that comp pick from the fourth round to the second round. I think they know he's leaving, right? So I think they know that, hey, listen, instead of getting nothing for Otani, a fourth rounder, we can get slightly less than nothing, which is a second rounder. I think, John, to answer your question, it not only makes them look worse they're the laughing stock of baseball. Yeah. And you look yeah. around. That yeah. Maybe all the sports. M- yeah. m- maybe. That you look around They're an and you embarrassment. say, if you were going to drop a blueprint on how to absolutely screw this the worst possible way, <laughs> it would look just right. like right. Well, like you guys spend a lot of time talking about the Padres. The Padres have had an incredibly disappointing season, oh, and terrible. they're terrible. Yeah. And it's almost like the Angels came in and said, hold Watch my this. beer. Yeah. <laughs> Watch this. Yeah. Right. You, you think you guys yet. are incompetent boobs? Wait till you see this. It, it just Okay, Otani is all but certain to leave. Now, uh, as a counterpoint to that, because I'm, I'm the counterpoint guy today, Buster <laughs> oh, nice. only thinks that he stays with okay. the Angels. He also yep. said that before they did what they did yesterday. Okay, all right. Okay, so He's not Otani is exceedingly likely to leave. They will have had him for six years and not had a single winning season. They will have had Mike Trout for 11 years with one winning season. Yep. They will have had Mike Trout in serious decline at this point in his career for sure. another seven years yes, at $38 million a year. You got three years left at $40 million a year with Anthony Rendon. Your two best prospects are now on other teams because you acquired guys that were on your team for four weeks that took you from four games out to 13 games out in four weeks. Yep. That's what they managed and to do how about, how in about, one And how about month. the perception of the franchise? You said this well, earlier that's, today. That's the interesting. The perception, the perception of the franchise. Of the franchise who would terrible. sign with Who's going to go sign there unless you're just doing what they've been doing? You're cutting a check right. and you don't go anywhere. So I am now of the opinion that if Otani doesn't stay, you burn the whole thing down and you get what you can for Trout. Yes. What, what are you getting? Yeah. They, I mean, they, but so there's the other take your chances. Trout's sketchy now. Like He's Seven injured a lot. years at $38 million there is, a year. There left. is decline there, but he's still Mike Trout. Um, takers. Big decline. That sounds like a Yankee thing to me or you know he's from philly he's outside philly. philadelphia he's from philly, yeah grew yeah. up a phillies fan so uh, grew up in jersey or millville philly? new jersey millville new jersey yeah, yeah. So, I, th- I think he would if, if they do mace what you're suggesting i think he goes to the i'm gonna put you guys on the spot here a little bit do you know the last time mike trout played more than 150 games in a season um 2016 i would that's right oh i, I was gonna, I, knew I was gonna give him a little yeah. more yeah. credit no, that's I, seven i actually years ago. had that in my brain i knew it i was not guessing i knew the answer to that baseball question. reference came right it's in your head right. he screenshot no he put that he put that chip in his chip brain in he has the internet in his brain now. seven years ago yeah. when he had a full season mm. seven years ago mm. Seven years ago. So you don't think there's a Mike Trout market? I think of there's a there there's a market, yeah. but what this idea? Well, we can get Mike Trout. It's like yeah, Same okay, thirty but cents instead to the of dollar. paying dollar for dollar, I'm paying thirty cents on the dollar now. Right. He's expensive and he's old and he's going the wrong way. Good job, guys. <laughs> good good day. They won today. That's exciting. Hey, maybe they'll forfeit. Things tomorrow. are turning around. Who knows what it is? Super Crosstalk. It's brought to you by In and Out Burger. In and Out. That's what a hamburger is all about. We'll see you tomorrow.